guys, thanks for listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey Gonzalez, and I'm very excited to introduce this next guest. But guys, first, I wanted to let you know that you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can get more content at allsportsbest.com. So guys, this next guest, if there was a Mount Rushmore for Carlsbad Baseball, he would definitely be on it. And yes, I know that's saying a lot. Very iconic, a baseball player here in Carlsbad. He was just inducted into the Caveman Baseball Hall of Fame. Played at Stanford for four years, made it to the College World Series three times, and was a big part of that team. Went on to get drafted later. I'll let him tell the story, but guys, you got to hear this one. Glad you're here. Without further ado, here's our interview with Brian Hall. Hello, everybody, and welcome to All Sports Best. I'm Trey Gonzalez, and I'm excited to have on our next guest. He is a legend in my books. Carlsbad Caveman, Stanford Baseball, uh, Toronto Blue Jays organization, Brian Hall. Man, how are you doing, dude? Hey, Trey. Doing great. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. It's 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 an honor to have you on. We talked about it a little bit on uh, Facebook Messengers where we initially had contact, and then um, and then I saw you at the alumni event and all that stuff. You know, what are you up to nowadays? You know, I'm, I'm living over in Odessa, uh, working out of Midland, working for Marathon Oil as a landman, and I actually get to come and work uh, Eddy County, New Mexico is my territory, so I get to come back home quite a bit. Oh, that's good. Um, married married, and have two kids, and, and everybody's doing well. That's good. That's great news. That's awesome. Um, you were just inducted into the the Caveman Hall of Fame. You know, what was that event like? How did it feel to be noticed for all that you did? You know, it, coming back is a great honor. Uh, I'm glad Coach Edmondson was able to start a baseball Hall of Fame. Hmm. Um, there's there's been some fantastic players that have come before me and after me, and just being honored as as one of those uh, is absolutely great feeling. You know, the guys were so gracious over the weekend. We actually played in a an alumni game, as you alluded to, hmm. and had a great time. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm super deathly sore from that alumni game I participated in. How do you feel right now? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sore. I'm pretty sore. You know, I hadn't seen a live pitch since about 2007. Yeah. And, and hadn't really done much baseball-wise um, due to some of the injuries I'd sustained. Um, so definitely sore, you know, legs shoulders, wrists, elbows, you name it, it's pretty sore today, but it was definitely a good time. Yeah, golly. How much stuff do you still have from your playing days? I know you brought like 75 bats for everybody to <laughs> to use. You know, what do you, what do you still have from, from those playing days? So I, I have most, uh, you know, I've given away bats over the course of time, um, especially wood bats, but I still have some of my high school gear. My parents definitely have a lot at their house. Um, still have some of my stuff from Stanford. Have my jerseys from from high school, college, uh, Pro Bowl, um, from the USA team when I played on the USA team. Have some bats. Have wow. some gloves. Um, autographs from from different times, different teams that I played on. So I, I try to keep up with with a lot of stuff, but it's. Um, it's shrinking in size as I'm giving stuff away. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that for sure. I'd love for you to explain kind of what your baseball career was like to somebody that has no idea. I mean, I, I was a fan. Uh, I know a lot of people here in Carlsbad are big fans. 
of you and your career and all that you were able to do. But I mean, and I know you're a humble guy, but I would love for you to just kind of take off the, you know, the whole, the shell and just kind of expose what it was that was your baseball career. Sure, sure. So I grew up in Carlsbad, born and raised in Carlsbad. My family's been there for a hundred years or so. Um, started out playing Little League. I actually kind of trolled around. My, I have an older brother, and he was in T-ball, and I was out there trying to practice with him as a four-year-old. So oh. I was running around with them, and then played through that shorthorn, and then you know played in the junior league, senior league, and then started playing you know very competitively with the high school teams. Um, as an eighth grader, I, I was able to practice and play a little bit with the varsity team. I, I had two at-bats. Uh-huh. And then um, that kind of dovetailed into, you know, the success that I was having. I was getting to play with a lot of the older guys, always playing above the competition level that, that I was used to. And that, I feel, made me a better player. Um, freshman went out, had a good year, um, hit 347, started the whole year, mainly played third base and left field. Um and that eighth grade year, we did win the state championship. That was 1996. Wow. Um, going back to my, my sophomore year, uh, 1998, we won another state championship. That year, I hit 506 um, and played, you know, shortstop, pitched a little bit, a little bit of center field. Um, when Cody, Cody Ross would take the mound, sometimes I'd go to the outfield, sometimes mm. I'd stay in the infield. We just kind of kind of worked back and forth, so it was great playing with Cody. Um that year, I was named a um, honorable mention um, by all U- by USA Today, so that, that was a great honor. Wow! Um, junior year is, is when I started to really come into my own. Um, yes, I, I played well as a sophomore, but junior year I hit five sixty six, ten home run, um, and then was named first team All American by Collegiate Baseball. Wow! And then uh, after senior year, hit six forty seven, um, which is a, a school record. Um, I think uh, Stevie Chavez had the, the previous record at 575 and was able to eclipse that. Tied, you know, Cody Ross, Shane Andrews, and maybe a couple others that with 11 home runs that year and and uh, gathered a lot of awards. New Mexico Gatorade Player of the Year, um, mm. National High School Coaches Association Player of the Year. Um, that, that's given to one guy in the country, so that one probably means the most, the most to me. Um, you know, first first team All American by Collegiate Baseball and second team All American by Baseball America. So that was kind of the early days. I, I played on the U. Um, after my junior and senior years, um, so we got invited to go to actually after my junior year, got invited to go to Tucson. And they took forty two guys from around the country to come try out, and I, I had no intention of making the team. Um, I was just happy to be there. Yeah, and. Uh, as we got out there, you know, went through the tryouts, went through everything, and, and they called me in and said, hey, congratulations, you're our third baseman. So I played with Joe Maurer and Carlos Quentin and a few other guys, and we went to Taiwan. My gosh. The World Championship. Um, playing Cuba, Japan, Chinese Taipei. Um, that, that was absolutely amazing. And then I had a chance to repeat that the next year. This That time we went to Joplin, Missouri for, time, uh, for tryouts. Went up to Canada and played. And, and Joe Maurer and I were the only two guys that made it those two years in a row. So mm. uh, I know Joe pretty well. He just retired, probably a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, he, you know, borderline, but I think he should get in. Um, and so, yeah, and then got drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates in the 28th round. Um, had some phone calls before the draft. Um, 
you sign? And, and you know, I talked to my agent, we had set a number, and, and we just didn't get there. And what I didn't realize until after the draft is everybody that's committed to Stanford since 1992 or 1994, I don't remember the exact year, has honored their commitment. Mm. So as soon as you commit to Oh, guys kind of take you out, um, take you off their radar because they, they know they're not going to see you for another three years. Um, wow. So that was kind of the high school stuff. Um, you know, as we as we jump on to, uh, I guess, recruiting, this is something many, many people don't know. Um, July 1st, after your junior year, you can start to get phone calls mm-hmm. of, of different colleges. And I was actually in tournament my parents were back home so everybody was calling my my parents they had the list and and in the first two days i probably got phone calls from about 90 schools no way um yeah i mean everybody from harvard yale brown you know east coast ivy league teams to stanford out in the west arizona state arizona can i ask what your gpa Um, was in high school it was 4.5 oh beautiful somewhere in there wow yeah it was did pretty well. Did pretty well. So, uh, you know, went on a few recruiting trips, went to Arizona State, went to Stanford, um, had a couple others lined up with Texas A&M and Arizona coming out of high school and, and decided to go to Stanford. Um, for me, it was the best combination of academics and athletics, and uh, that's where I ended up. So, uh, in 2001, um, was was my freshman year, and... Uh, Started as a freshman for, for a good chunk of the year. I, I hit 287 that year um, and was named a uh, fresh honorable mention freshman All-American by Collegiate Baseball. So I had, had a wow. pretty good year. Our team went on to the, uh, the College World Series, and uh, we got beat in the national championship. And, and uh, you know, played with some great guys, with, with Carlos Quinton, Sam Fold, um, you know, Johnny Ash, those guys were some of my roommates. Chris O'Reardon, some of the older guys. Andy Topham. Um, you know, Jeremy Guthrie. Jeremy Guthrie pitched in the big league. Started game seven for the Royals a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, we got to, got to play with quite a few excellent, excuse me, excellent guys out of Stanford. Um, when I got to 2002, uh, which was my sophomore year, I, uh, during the fall I was playing third base and and tore my labrum. I, I made a throw across the diamond and felt a pop. Oh. And um, so I, I actually played the entire season with the torn labrum, hmm. but it w- wasn't playing third base. They, they moved me over to first base. I could barely lift my arm. Oh. My head. So, uh, you know, batting average and everything like that wasn't, wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but, um, and I didn't, pl- I didn't start every game. Just, I was, I was injured. I was hurt. Right. Um, but, that team went on back to uh, the College World Series, and we, we ended up getting beat by Texas in the semifinals. And they had a guy by the name of Houston Street that some people might know. Yeah. Um, they went on to win it, so we, we finished third that year. Um, junior year, you know, I, I had shoulder surgery um, during the offseason after the College World Series, so I still wasn't quite healthy, but I was. I was getting better. Um, played primarily first base again. Um, hit 293 that year. Um, made it to the College World Series once again. And this was the first year that they ever did best of three series mm, okay. for uh, 
So we, we made it to the College World Series final. Um, we lost game one against Rice um, of the finals. We won game two, and then we, we ended up losing game three. And they, they had some great pitchers on that team, and we just kind of ran out of ran out of steam. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, you know, getting to my senior year, it was kind of the first time I was really healthy. Um, shoulder was feeling better. Everything was feeling better in, in senior year. Um, get 356 that year at Stanford. Um, you know, named uh, first team all-conference. Um, had, a, had a great series one weekend where I was named the Louisville Slugger National Player of the Week in the wow. National Co-Hitter of the Week when I finished 10 for 11 with uh, two two homers and eight RBIs against Washington State. Goodness. Series against Washington State. Um, yeah, after after Stanford, went on to play professional ball. Um, I was drafted in the 10th round by the Blue Jays. Um, signed, signed my contract right after our season. We, we lost that year, actually, in the, the regionals for my senior year. Okay. To Long Beach State, which had Troy Tulowitzki and Jared Weaver and Abe Alvarez. They're, they're a pretty, pretty good team. You've probably heard a few of those names. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, I went on, went on to short season A um, in Auburn, New York. Played in the New York Pen League and uh, had, had a really good year there. Um, played 57 games, hit 294, um, led our team in home runs with 10. Um, I did end up having a, another home run in the playoffs, but, um, you know, had a great year, um, played really well, was looking forward to spring training the next year, hoping to get, you know, move up to low A or high A. Yeah. Um, after spring training and went back to spring training in, in 2005 and, uh, my shoulder was bothering me again, and so uh, that that year I had uh, another sh- shoulder surgery, uh, torn labrum, rotator cuff, biceps tendon. So I missed missed the entire nice. year. Then uh, just so happened that summer in 2005, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer, hmm. and so I had my thyroid removed, did some radiation treatments, um, and, and that affected me going into the next year of pro ball. You know, I wasn't able to, to do as much of the rehab for my shoulder as I would have liked. So in 2006, went back, stayed at extended spring training, um, rejoined the Auburn Double Days, same team I played for, you know, the, in 2004. Yeah. Um, but I guess my 15th game of the year, I, I dove for a ball up the middle and kind of rolled over my wrist and, and tore some ligaments in my left hand. So Ooh. I missed a few weeks time. Um, then, you know, they, they finally got me back in the lineup a few weeks later and, uh, 16th game of the year, you know, pinch hit, fly out, 17th game, pinch hit, fly out. My, my 18th game, we were playing up at Penn state. They had a minor league affiliate there. And my coach said, Hey, I'm going to I'm going to put you in left field so you don't have to dive for anything, and I'm going to play you five innings. And uh, that way you can start to get your legs under you. When, you, when guys are coming back off of the injury, they usually play part of a game for a few games before they get out there full time. Mm-hmm. Well, in the fifth inning, we had a two-and-a-half-hour rain delay. And uh, my coach said, hey, how you feeling? And I said, I'm great. Put me back out there. So seventh inning, they hit a ball over my head. Uh, I'm running back. I... I catch it right in the corner, and as soon as I catch it, I hit the wall Ugh. and and broke my left wrist and Ugh. tore ligaments in both hands and uh, was done for the year. 
swimming. Um, then went back to spring training in 07 and, and couldn't swing a bat, you know, competitively. I could swing it for one day and I'd miss three or four days because of soreness. Um, and the same thing kept happening over and over and over. So ended up being the end of my career, um, which, which was unfortunate, but I, I definitely had a good run. Yeah. Wow. Such a story. And I've, I mean, I know a lot of this story. Um, I didn't know a whole lot about the injuries towards the end, but I definitely had heard, you know, obviously watching you at Stanford, um, checking in and out on, on what you're doing in the minor leagues and all that stuff. But it's really crazy to hear all this stuff. I want you to, I want you to know that I absolutely hated rice because of your time in the college world series. I think a lot of Carlsbad did. Me me too. Me too. They, they, you know, I, I ended up playing with some of those guys in the summer leagues, right? I played in Cape Cod and, oh. and uh, played in a few other summer leagues. But, yeah, you know, they, they were a good team. That was their first national championship in any sport, which uh, which hurt a little bit. But we, we were close. We were close. Yeah. We were probably six inches away from winning the whole thing. Dang. I mean, uh, on a fly ball that a guy happened to catch in a corner, if that ball would have fallen, we would have probably been uh, national champions. But wow. Just didn't go our way. Can you tell me a little bit about summer ball and, and how that affects? Because I know a lot of people, they know about college baseball, and it's like, yeah, it's really, really fun. But then you go to summer ball, and it's like this whole new freedom. It's like playing pro ball because there's no school. You know, it's it's kind of just a free-range type of deal. What was your experience like in summer ball? Yeah, so after my freshman year, um, got to go to Cape uh, Todd, and I played for the Yarmouth-Dennis Red Sox. And, you know, you're limited on the amount of guys you can have from any one school on, on any one team. So I think the cap is four, four guys. Okay. But you're getting a wood bat in your hand. And, and you have to remember when I was playing high school baseball, that, that was still aluminum. And college is, is still aluminum. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get out there and, and you definitely have a lot more freedom. Um, but I'm kind of practicing in the morning. And not all the fields had lights. So you're playing a lot of day games. But... You know, you, you start to become friends with a lot of guys from the other schools um, that, you know, you maybe hated during the season. Now they start yeah. to become your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're competing against the best. You know, some of the Texas guys were, were on some of our teams. And, man, I hated Texas. We played them every year in, in a series. <laughs> and, and it seemed like we always saw them in the postseason. I, I just hated them um, because they were a good team. They were yeah. always a, a tough, you know, competition. But yeah, it's your, your kind of first taste of getting out there and, and having some of that freedom. And, and you have to learn to, you know, it's almost like pro bowl. Um, you have to learn to get in your workouts, put in your work. Um, yeah, you're going to play games, but it's, it's a lot of the other work that, that makes you better. Wow. So, okay, so you got to play with a lot of these guys that you ended up playing with later on or seeing at a professional level or in college. Um, so that's really cool. Can you tell me just to dive in a little bit into the College World Series experience? I know about the games and, you know, how well you did that Stanford was very, very good for that period of time. And they still are a really good program. But I mean, like, I, I want to know the behind the scenes. You guys got hooked up with some gear. You get to go and see things, go and, you know, get exclusive, I guess, looks and meeting people and stuff like that. What 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 did you guys get to do at the College World Series? You know, the, the one thing that stands out, stands out to me the most is my freshman year, we were playing the opening game of the College World Series. And uh, President Bush came out throughout the first pitch. And wow. I remember going into the stadium. They were 
checking all of our equipment, you know, sending it through x-ray machines. None of that's ever been done before, but, you yeah. know, for security purposes. And we weren't supposed to meet him. It was supposed to be the team captains and the coaches that were supposed to meet him and shake his hand. And, uh, you know, he came out and, and threw out the first pitch, and like he always does, he, he threw a strike. Uh, nice. <laughs> you've seen him plenty of times probably throwing it at Yankee Stadium after 9-11. And, right. Some of those times, and he came out through a strike, and uh, you know he took the time to come down both lines to shake everybody's hand and introduce himself. And he was a, he was a baseball guy in college. I think he was out at Yale. Um, yeah. So you got to meet some of these people as you were as you were going along, and, and it was just a, a great experience. Um, while I was in college, uh, we were playing at Arizona State, which is you know Tempe Phoenix area, mm-hmm. and. We had a guy uh, that played at Stanford, Jeffrey Hammonds, and he was playing on the on the uh, Rangers at the time. And we look up in the stands about the sixth inning. We see Jeffrey Hammonds up there, but I also see a guy named Alex Rodriguez. Ooh. You heard of him? Uh, Kevin <laughs> yep. Minch, Eric Young. So, oh wow! You know, it was their spring training at the time we were playing, and after the game, they started kind of getting mobbed by fans. So they jumped over the rails, came down to the field with us signed autographs, took pictures, shook her hand. Um, so I've got a signed Alex Rodriguez ball. Um, the other one that I think that sticks out to me is, is Mike Mussina, who just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. We were, we were playing a middle-of-the-year game over at Cal Berkeley, and uh, I think he was with the Yankees or the Orioles. I think it's Yankees at the time. And uh, he came over to see us, and uh, they were they were playing in Oakland. And so he came over to watch our game and, and talk to us, and I got him to sign a ball. But you just get some of the extras, right? You get some of the yeah. extra things that go along. When, you, when you're going to the College World Series, you get the first generation of the bats that ever come out. Oh, yeah. That's when the, the marketing companies, you know, they want you to look good. You're getting the shoes, you're getting the gear. So I definitely tried to, tried to grab as much as I could because I knew it would be something to look back on later in life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You got to meet some absolute legends when you were – in the College World Series, did you ever, I know that you were able to get some autographs from pros, but did you ever go and say, you know, I know this guy's going to be in the pros soon and he's going to be something special. I'm going to get his autograph in college. That, that's kind of something you don't do. Yeah, you know, it's really something we, we didn't do. I, I faced uh, Mark Pryor oh. uh, my freshman year. He was at USC. Um, and if, if you know anything about college baseball, he was probably the best college pitcher of all time. Mm. Um would have been if, had he stayed healthy, but um, you know he starts to play against these guys, and and it kind of becomes something where you're you don't want to intrude on. You want to be more of a friend as opposed to a fan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did, didn't go up to him and, and bother really any of the guys. Sometimes you know I'd get the team to sign a ball at the College World Series, but it'd be our team um, just for kind of a keepsake. Yeah, could you tell me a little bit about like maybe one of the most memorable experiences of signing an autograph? Because I know people want it. They want their shirt signed, their poster signed, the hat signed. Did you ever have anything crazy? Like, you know, we saw a couple of times in the pros a couple years back, somebody wanted a toaster signed, a rock signed, you know, some random items. Anything random come your way? You know, not not too terribly random. Probably the one that sticks out the most. Um, as that's College World Series, I don't remember if it was after my freshman year or at the end of my freshman year or sophomore year, and this guy comes up to me with this poster, and um, it's me and then some little league kid and Nomar Garcia Parra. Yep. 
I had no idea I was even on the poster or in a in the magazine or anything like that. And so, uh, I'm like, where did you get this? I need to I need to get me one of those. So, <laughs> came up to me. I signed it for him. We started doing a little digging. Um, Louisville Slugger TTX. That was um, it was the the poster for their you know for the entire season with all their gear in it. So you open up the magazine. It's the front two pages. Mm. Um, it just so happened. Um, St. Andrews was playing for the Red Sox at the time, um, which so was Nomar. So yeah. uh, I, I sent some posters with with his wife uh, to him up to Boston, and, and Nomar signed a few of those. Oh no for. way! Yeah, that's amazing. And you know, speaking of Shane Andrews and, and saying that you played with Cody Ross, what kind of influence from some of the guys from Carlsbad did you have going forward in your career? I know Shane kind of was the one of the main guys to really open up the gates for people to come and recruit out of Carlsbad or in New Mexico in general. You know, what kind of influence did guys like that have on you? It was huge. It was huge. And, and something that not a lot of people know, but I, I think was kind of the building blocks of pavement baseball. I mean, I look back and I think 11 guys were drafted in, in 10-year period from 1990 to 2000. Wow. But but the thing was, those guys would come back. And they'd come back when they're getting ready for spring training and they'd work out with the team. And you're getting some professional instruction. Now, yeah. Granted, Coach Forney, Coach Click did a, did a great job um, coaching us while we were there. But you're starting to get into some of the details. And those guys are able to spot stuff that you know, sometimes other people couldn't, couldn't spot. So, you know, Eric, Eric Chavez, Stevie Young, Mike Perini, um, Cody Ross, you know, he's just a year older than me. But when they'd go off and come back, it, it was instrumental in uh, not only my development, but, you know, some of the guys that played, played around me. They, they helped out. They would be out there every day at practice with us, and it was just fantastic. I wanted to know a little bit about the notable people you met in California while at Stanford. I remember hearing a little bit about some of the encounters you had at Stanford, um, you know, some people that you might have just been at school with or saw there. The most notable person that I know from Stanford is Tiger Woods. Um, did you ever meet him or have any encounters with him? No, Tiger Tiger would uh, catch a few football games or basketball games while I was there, but I, did, I didn't get a chance to meet him personally. Um, I did have some classes with Chelsea Clinton, um, Bill and Hillary's daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, I did have some classes with Carrie Strug. Some, some gymnasts might remember her from the the one that kind of landed on one foot and Bella Crowley carried her off. Yeah. Um, had some classes with, with Ben Savage. You know, if you you remember Boy Meets World, he was, uh, I think Corey on Boy Meets World. Yeah. Um, got to meet a lot of those people, but the neat thing about Stanford was just, Everybody was something special in their own in their own field. Um, whether it was just a student or an athlete, um, everybody brought something unique to the table, and that was just amazing. Ben Savage gave you a, rem- a memorable story, isn't that correct? Yeah, he, he did. He did. <laughs> um, so I guess getting into that story a little bit, we were we were out at a on campus you know, get together party. And, and one of the, uh, the other baseball guys, a guy named Andrew Cleary, uh, was a catcher a couple years younger than me was, was out and he was talking to this girl. And, uh, apparently it was Ben Savage's girlfriend. Mm. And so he started to, you know, 
for them to scatter once about 12 baseball players came over. Yeah. Um, we, we seem to be quite a bit bigger. Um, <laughs> and, you know, no punches thrown, anything like that. It's just, uh, just going back and forth a little bit. Um, but every, everything was good. Everything was good. Could you tell me about the most memorable experience that baseball was ever able to bring you? Oh, the one single thing, um, you know, the, the one that sticks out to me the most is, is the USA team. Um, while I was playing, we, we went to Taiwan after my junior year, and I hit on that a little bit earlier. But um, we beat, I think, Japan in the semifinals, mm-hmm. Cuba, or no, Japan in the quarterfinals, Cuba in the semifinals. And uh, the championship game was against Chinese Taipei, which is based out of Taiwan. And we get to the stadium, and there's about 26,000 people there. Wow. And uh, it was it was absolutely amazing. I mean, I'm from Carlsbad, New Mexico. I play in front of 200, 300 people at home, yeah. you know, 2,000 people at the state championship. Um, I'm a junior, you know, just finished up my junior year in high school, and, and they have drums on top, um, on top of the dugout. They've got the Vuvuzelas. You can't hear, you know, the guy 10 feet from you. Wow. Um, it, it was absolutely incredible. Um, but the one thing that really stuck out to me is we were able to pick up the uh, coach's signs to the catcher in, mm. in about the second or third inning. And they don't speak English. You know, we don't speak, uh, I, I don't know if it's Chinese, Taiwanese. I'm not sure if they have their own dialect. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we were able to pick it up. So the, the on-deck guys would uh, would just yell fastball or curveball to the to the guy at the home plate uh, because they didn't understand what we were saying. Wow. We ended up beating them 9-7, to 9-7 in the to win. I, you know, had we not known their signals, I, I don't know. They were, they were a very, very good team. Not sure if we would have could have pulled it off, but yeah, uh, ended up winning the world championship. Dang, that's pretty amazing. Kind of going back towards you know the pro level and what you were able to do, I know that you said the College World Series, you got some free items, some new generation stuff. When you got to the pros, um, what kind of free items were you able to get? And did you ever get any endorsements that kind of came your way? So, yes and no. I, um, when you go to spring training, you're able to get some of the gear they have. You know, the the shirts and, and uh, shorts and that sort of thing. But when you get to pro ball, you're kind of on your own. And, and that's what people don't realize. So you have to have an agent, uh, somebody getting you the equipment, so... I had an agent that, uh, you know, sometimes I'd call him and say, hey, I, I found this new bat that I like. Can you send me a dozen? Mm. And you know, a couple days later, I'd, I'd have them. Um, hey, they're going to have me playing first base, you know, next week. Can you send me a new glove? Um, so they, they would send me cleats, bats, gloves, those sorts of things. Um, but, yeah, I never hit the, the level where you, uh, you know, you have Rawlings or, or Luva Slugger backing you. Um, I did get my own baseball card, um, which, yeah. which was pretty neat. I think they're selling on eBay for about five cents right now. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go and check that out for sure. Um, all right, Brian. Well, Hey, I really appreciate you being on the show. It's been a blast hearing all your stories and, uh, believe me, I've, I was able to follow you and stuff when I was a kid and you are an absolute legend in my book. Could you give a little bit of advice for somebody that's really trying to chase their dreams in baseball, basketball, football, regardless of what it is, but just chase it at a high level or at the highest level? You know, the, the piece of advice that I give to them is, is 
have fun with the game. Um, because once it become, starts to become work, you know, it changes the entire scope of it. Just remember how you started out, playing stickball, playing catch in the backyard, um, doing those sorts of things. And always remember you're playing a kid's game, um, whatever sport it is. Um, the, the other piece of advice I'd give to guys is, hey, don't forget about your education because your education is going to be there um, for the rest of your life. You know, the, the sports will come and go. And, you know, I'm, I'm living proof of that right now. Um, but just get after the books, you know, follow whatever path you need to follow. But work hard, have fun. That'd be, that'd be my advice. Awesome. Brian, once again, thank you so much for being on the show and just kind of taking the time out of your day to get on here. And, and uh, I look forward to the next time we can speak. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Hey guys, don't forget to share, like, and subscribe.